Welcome back to Miners of Mayhem. Gobble gobble, bitches. <laughs> Why do you do that shit to me? Happy Thanksgiving. Yes, happy Thanksgiving. We're a true crime podcast where miners become murderers. If you're new to our podcast, welcome, welcome. Hey, hey. talk louder, eh? <laughs> Not loud. Is that loud enough? Yeah. No. In your normal voice, just talk like you're talking to an old person in the nursing home. You really want me to do that? Well, yeah. Okay. Because it tends to be better audio when we do talk louder. You're lucky I'm talking at all. You fed me enough Thanksgiving food to stuff a horse and then some. Oh my god, it was so good, though. Oh, you guys outdid them. Oh, they outdid themselves. And mm. And I was having, like... I was worried I didn't have enough food. <laughs> yeah, okay. We had so much. She could probably feed a few more houses. Probably. Quit giving me that finger. It's the thumbs up as in talk louder. Okay. I wrote you a note specifically saying talk loud. What are we doing today? Um, I'm on like my sixth or seventh alcoholic adult beverage oh lord and all i want to do is uh find a warm blanket and cuddle up and snooze we're doing a wonderful family case for thanksgiving a family case a a yep that's what we doing so nicholas browning spoiled rotten little brat Ooh. yo entitled entitled them are the worst people i swear i swear People who feel like they are entitled to everything, like they deserve handouts while they sit on their ass. And do nothing. Yeah. Can go to flapping hell. Bingo. Bingo. It's like, if you want something, get off your ass and work for it. Yeah, well. That shit pisses me off so much. Pretty sure this kid was looking for one hell of a handout. Oh, let's hear it. Let's get into it. Nicholas Browning was born February 9th, 1992 to John and Tamara Browning. John was a well-respected, successful attorney, and Tammy was a fun-loving, stay-at-home, described as cool mom. Nick also had two younger brothers, Gregory, and the baby of the family, Benjamin. The Browning family lived in Cockeysville, Maryland, which is located just outside of Baltimore, and it's considered to be an upper-class area. The Browning boys were very well liked by friends and neighbors and were just considered good kids. All the boys were highly active in after school activities and John and Tammy never missed an event. They they attended everything for the kids. They were so supportive. That's awesome. Nick was an Eagle Scout. He played varsity golf, was a very skilled high school lacrosse player, and still on top of all of that managed to be a top honor student. Wow. Yeah. So Greg, the middle son, was more of the comedian of the boys. He was a people pleaser, and he loved to just make people laugh and feel good. Ben was the youngest of the Browning boys. He was known to be one of the more popular kids amongst his schoolmates, and he was very, very well liked. Also, you know, the two younger boys busy in their activities and sports and all that stuff. The Brownings also had a place at the lake where they'd spend family time together. They were a tight-knit, remarkably busy family, 
As I mentioned earlier, John and Tammy never missed any of the boys' events. That gets to be tiring. Yeah, I couldn't imagine. This family really appeared to be as close to a perfect family as one could get. You know what I mean? I mean, they just... Yeah, it, it They appeared to have all, it all. It seems to be all... On good. February 1st, 2008, Nick asked if he could stay overnight as his... Uh, excuse my tongue. At his friend's house. Tammy said that he could, but she would pick him up in the morning... As he had chores to complete. What were you looking at? You just creeped me out. Oh, it looked like you were looking past at something oh, flying there around. Was, well, a little moth looking. Okay, it wasn't a wasp. No. Okay, good. Okay, anyway, back to this. Tammy said that he could, but she would pick him up in the morning because he had chores to, to do. Mm -hmm. So, Friday after all the school activities, Nick and two of his friends went to their friend Ryan's house. They watched a movie, they fell asleep for a while, and around midnight, Nick tells his friends he's going to walk home and sneak his car out and come back to pick them up so they could go cruising around. I mean, I was a kid once who hasn't done it. Yep. Doesn't make you a bad person. Been there, done that. What? 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 I didn't say anything. I didn't think you said anything. <laughs> <laughs> you already know most. Yeah, oh, I've done. <laughs> boy. You were supposed to be my good child. What happened to you? I was still a good child. I just had the wool pulled over your mommy's eyes. I did. Big time. Okay. So he walks approximately a half a mile to his house, gets there, and realizes his car keys are in the house. Unfortunately, all the lights are on in the house, so he cannot get his car keys. So he gets in the car to wait for his parents to go to bed, but he falls asleep and doesn't wake up until his phone rings at 5.30 a.m. when one of his friends called to see where he was at. Nick goes back to the friend's house. Later, they go to the mall to walk around and hang out. Remembering that his mom was going to pick him up in the morning, he starts to worry because he hasn't... You're distracting me. What are you doing? Sorry, I was looking up. <laughs> oh my I was gosh. Just, I was just... What were you looking up? Pictures of... Oh, he's a cute kid. Nicholas Browning. He's a cute kid. Yeah. That's so are the brothers. Like... Now put your phone down. You're distracting me. I'm sorry. Do you want me to wait so you can look? No. Okay. I just have to, I, it's easier to, like, see the people that you're talking about. So you can picture it. So I can picture it better. I and, get you. And, like, you were talking, and I was like, wait, uh, who, who? And then I, I'm sitting here going, I, I see everything you're doing out of the corner of my eye, and I'm like, is she really on her phone right now? <laughs> okay. I should have done it before we started recording, but. That's all right. I forgot. Um, I lost my spot. <laughs> okay, remembering that his mom was going to pick him up in the morning, he starts to worry because he hasn't heard from her. So he calls her phone, but he, he doesn't get an answer. He then tried his dad and his brother's phones, but gets no answer from them either. Around 5.30 p.m., Nick and his friends decide to head to Nick's house, as he still has not heard from his mom 
and he's still getting no answer on his father or his brother's phone. When they get to Nick's house, all the cars are, are accounted for. All the cars are there. Okay. Everything looks normal. Like That's weird. Everybody should be home, right? But they're not answering their phone. Okay. They enter the house, and they see John lying on the couch. When they get closer, they discover there's blood all over the couch, and it appears as if he's been shot in the back of the head. No. Nick starts calling for his mom as he is running towards her room. She is found still in the bed, appearing to have been shot twice in the head. He ran to his brother's room, which they shared, and he found each of them in their own bed, also shot in the head. Oh, no. 11 and 13. Ugh. All and, of them... How old did you say Nick was? 15. 15. In fact, you know what? I don't think I said their ages. So we got a 15-year-old, a 13-year-old, and 11-year-old. I'm okay. sorry. And I believe John was 47, and I believe Tammy was 44. Oh, so young. Yes. So all of them appeared to have been executed in their sleep. Nick and his three friends ran outside and called 911. <clears throat> Dang it. I don't know how to... Hold on. Okay. It shouldn't do it again. The police officers showed up and started their investigation. On first appearance, the house was slightly ransacked, making a robbery gone wrong a strong possibility. You know, maybe they got interrupted. They would have had to because most burglars are not murderers. They want to get in and out without interference, taking what they want and getting as far away as possible. But I mean, they were all like laying down. Yep. So how could they be interrupted? Exactly. So, strangely enough, <clears throat> although the house had been rifled through, nothing of value appeared to be missing. There was expensive jewelry laying on a dresser, expensive electronics, and even an envelope of cash laying in plain sight with hundreds of dollars in it, untouched. Sounds like uh, a setup. Hmm. Now, wouldn't you think those would be the first things the robber would take? The cash? Most definitely. Yeah, me too. And so did the investigators. So, Whoever done it is stupid. St well, yep, you got that right. On top of nothing of value being miss missing, there were also no signs of forced entry. No pry marks on the doors, no ripped screens, or open windows. To investigators, this scene was appearing increasingly like a staged scene. Upon further processing of the scene, investigators found the key to John's gun safe hidden under mm, whose mattress? Nick's mattress. Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. Oh. Nick and his friends were questioned. Inter interestingly, one of Nick's friends said he saw Nick's car keys in his jacket pocket. So he had the keys the whole time and lied about needing to get into the house to get them. He lied to his friends. Wow. Yeah. 
After some time of questioning, the investigator said he was going to get food and asked Nick if he wanted something to eat. And Nick said yes. Now, his whole ass family was just discovered executed by him, and yet he has the stomach to eat? Don't a lot of these cases where they go and murder somebody, they go out and eat. I don't understand like the that. Loveless Tackett, Rippy, Ripley, yeah. Rippy, and whoever. They went out to McDonald's. Yeah. I mean, it's it's gross. It happens a lot, though. I, know. I don't understand. I, uh. <coughs> Excuse me. So, in fa- the investigators, in fact, even noticed that there was somewhat of an awkward calmness around him for someone that had just discovered his entire family massacred. He hasn't shown any emotion, and he hasn't shed not one tear. The investigator looks straight at Nick and states, You put a gun to their head and you killed them. There's no other explanation. Nobody broke into the house. Unquote. I forgot to put that in quotes. Sorry. Well, you said states. Yeah. Nick goes on to say, why would I do it? I enjoy my life. I get anything I want and I can do almost anything I want. Oh, that's where the entitlement comes in. Huh. One of his classmates said, that Nick often complained about his father and specifically remembered him saying he would kill his family one day in a joking manner. Another friend said that Nick talked a lot about how rich his father was and how he wanted some of that money. If you hear something, say something. Because joking about killing... Or joking about murder is not cool. No. He also said he didn't like his father because he used to always yell at him and stuff. Nick also calls his dad, quote, Hitler. And said that his brothers are annoying and his mom drinks a lot. So, got anything? I mean, Hitler, that's that's kind of a... Right. <laughs> yeah. That was a quote. Upon Oops. further questioning, Nick's demeanor changes and he becomes somewhat defensive. Here are more quotes from the interrogation. You put a gun to their head and you killed them. Nick asks, how do you know? You're not God. You don't have cameras in my house. This kid's a little smartass. I would slap him. I want to backhand him and watch his lips fly across the room and stick to the wall. How dare he talk to an adult authoritative figure like that? Yeah, that's not. <laughs> but that just speaks like very loudly of You're not... how he is yeah. as a person. You're not God. You don't have cameras in my house. What the hell? At this point, the detective is trying to get a motive out of Nick because they they know he did it. Right. But there was no child abuse or anything. Like, that's the thing. No, no. Just that his 
he felt that his dad was hard on him. Oh, give me a break. It's because you're an entitled little shithead. It's because usually when parents are hard on you, it's because they want you to succeed and they can see the potential that you have. Yeah, they're trying to push you to do what they know you can do. Exactly. So at this point, the detective is trying to get a motive out of Nick. The detective says to Nick, you're a stone-cold killer that killed his family. And Nick asks, if I tell you a reason, that will somehow change my jail sentence? That's what he's worried about? Yes. He's not worried about the fact that his family is slaughtered. He's now worried about getting a lighter jail sentence. I'm speechless. I know it. The detective put a photograph of his family in front of him, and there was zero reaction. No tears, no emotions, no remorse, nothing. Nothing, just dead. Wow. Yep. So this is what really happened that horrific night in February. The friends watched a movie. They were just hanging out, you know, doing what boys do. They all fell asleep for a while, and Nick gets up and says he's going to go get the car so they can go cruising around. He calls his younger brother and tells him to leave the basement door unlocked. He gets in the house, puts on a pair of gloves. Premeditated. Yep. Retrieves his dad's 9mm, which was actually on a workbench in the garage because his dad had been cleaning it. So, um... He, he didn't need to steal the key for the gun safe anyway. So with gloves on and gun in hand, Nick quietly approaches the couch where John is sleeping. Now, this is creepy as hell. For approximately 30 minutes, Nick just stands there raising the gun and taking aim at his father's head and then lowering it. And then raising it and lowering it. For 30 minutes, he takes aim. and So he had... 30 minutes to change his mind and he wouldn't have lost his whole family and he wouldn't be facing jail time. Exactly. He had 30 minutes. Yeah. So he he knew it was wrong if he was hesitating that much. For 30 minutes, he aimed and unaimed and aimed and unaimed over and over and over. I couldn't stand and stare at you for two minutes. Oh, I get bored. You wait till we get to mom. It gets even worse. Oh, no. Okay. So, he then raised the gun one final time and pulled the trigger, instantly executing his dad in the back of the head. Then he heard his mom wake up and move around upstairs. So, he sits down by his dad's dead body and waits for her to go back to sleep. He sits next to his dad's dead body for approximately another 30 minutes waiting for his mom to go back to bed. So he had another 30 minutes where he could have just walked out of that house and let them, you know, he could have just left it at that. Right. Why does he need to kill mom and the boys? He could have walked away and just, because dad was the one. Because he wouldn't have got anything because it would have went to mom. (sighs) All of that money would have went to his wife. Yeah. Yeah, so he sat there for 30 minutes waiting for mom to go back to bed. He then goes upstairs and puts two rounds into his mom's head. You know, it it sickens me 
to even try to think about, like, I can think of a moment where I was so mad at you, but hurting you never once crossed my mind. Isn't that weird? How could you shoot your own mother twice? I, I don't know. Like, my chest is getting tight just trying to wrap my mind around that. I do not know. So, after he put two rounds into his mom's head, he heads to his brother's room. Now, these two little boys didn't do a damn thing. But, if speculation is correct, they would have st stood in way of his inheritance. Right. So, maybe, maybe that. Because they would have been split three ways. Right. So, he goes to the brother's room, he shoots 13-year-old Greg, and then he moves on to shoot 11-year-old Ben. That's another thing I just can't wrap my mind around. Like, my siblings are probably my favorite human beings. Mm -hmm. And imagining, I can't even, I can't. It's gross. So after he does all this, you know, he mass murders the whole family. He stages the house. He must have fallen asleep for a while. And then he goes back to his friend's house after receiving the 5.30 a.m. phone call that woke him up. Remember his friend called him at 5.30 in the morning yep. and said, where are you at? He goes about his day hanging out with his friends until they finally go home to, quote, discover his family mur murdered. So his, so his friends had no idea they didn't what have he a had damn just done. Clue. They didn't so have he had to put on a show... Oh, yep. what a psycho. Here we go. Now, this kid is a real piece of freaking work. When the detective asks where the gun is going to be found, Nick says, quote, that's for you guys to find, unquote. What a little shit. Holy mackerel. Oh. This entitled, Swelled rotten brat never gives a motive for slaughtering his entire family. Speculation is he took them all out so he didn't have to share the inheritance. He could have stopped with his father since that was who he was supposedly angry with. He could have went back to his friend's house and left the rest of the family sleeping and they could have discovered John's body in the morning, but nope. He had to wipe them all out and never does admit to the why of it all. Nick was tried as an adult for four counts of first-degree murder and received four life sentences with two consecutive life sentences. So he could be up for parole in 2031 after serving 23 years of his sentence. Now, this kid seems to be a psychopath in the making. Yeah. He showed zero emotion. He had no empathy, making him a serious threat of being a reoffender if ever released. The definition of a psychopath is someone with a mental health condition that causes them to have antisocial behaviors, lack of empathy, lack of remorse, and egotistical traits. Psychopaths may also be callous, unemotional, manipulative, exploitative, superficially charming, prone to criminal behavior, impulsive, insensitive to consequences, confident, and or arrogant. What is the ecos? Egotistical? What is that? Egotistical? Yeah. 
Like a big Full eagle. of themselves. Yeah, big ego. Oh, okay. Yeah. So according I to you said echo eco. No, oh I might have. I don't know. <laughs> I was so, like, wait, what is that? <laughs> what is that, Mom? <clears throat> What's that got to do with the ecosystem? Wait, what? <laughs> okay. So according to Wikipedia, there are very few accepted treatments for psychopathy. Psychotherapy is accepted, though the benefits are very weak. Oh my god. <laughs> How's the bats? Got any bats? <laughs> my allergies are like so this little shit is right where he needs to be, and with the diagnosis of being a psychopath, his chances of being paroled are hopefully very slim, and thank goodness, because this kid seems like he'd be the kind of person that if he did not get his way, he would just eliminate the problem. So keeping him in jail will probably save a lot of lives. You know, I've I've expressed this many times, not on the podcast, but like with you or my husband or dad even. Um, this is when, like, people like him wish we were in, like, the 1940s, 30s, 20s, whatever, where you can just shoot somebody on the spot for murder, child molestation, child murdering, sex trafficking, all of it. Yeah. I don't Pop. believe that people like this person, Nick, should be able to... Have a roof over their head, three meals a day, a shower. I I don't believe in it. I don't either. Because but... our tax paying money is going exactly going there. I just put a bullet in their head, hang them. Public hanging, execution, hey, yeah, execution style, just like you did do his little brothers. Exactly. Short, like, quick, why, and easy. Why can't we do that anymore? I get that not everybody could meet the criteria necessarily but like people like him i think it's hard though because look at how many people have been sitting on death row and have been innocent and proven innocent with dna so there's there would have to be such strict guidelines if that were to ever happen i mean it would have to be black and white it would have to Right. Because what if you accidentally executed an innocent person? There's no coming back from that. Well, then that's... You know what I mean? You're setting You're setting Yeah. Heaven or hell. I, 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 don't get me wrong. Bring back public hanging. I agree. 100%. But in this day and age, we would have to be so careful. Oh, yeah. But it'll never come back anyway because it's inhumane. You know, people have rights. But if it's it's if it's a for sure thing that this person actually did this for this reason, screw you, boom. Yeah, but instead they're gonna sit thirty, forty years and go through all their appeals processes and waste taxpayer money and get three square meals a day, which some people in America don't get at all. Right. And we're paying for it. We're working our asses off paying for this shit. And if they did it, then carry out their sentence. Let's why are we appealing this shit? Exactly. He did it, period. If They're the, guilty. If the jury finds them guilty and sentence them to death, do it the next day. There should not be any appeals. Yeah, but some people have gotten off with DNA, though. 
You, I mean, some people, innocent people, have been that, sentenced to death. You know what well, I mean? Well, that's what I'm saying. If, if the it's, evidence... It's got to be 100%. Sure. It has to be 100%. If the evidence shows... 100% that, that they did it. 100%. And the jury finds them guilty due to the evidence, and they are put on death row by the jury, by the evidence, shoot them the next day. Yep. Hang them the next day. No, they they sit on death row for years and years and years, and it costs a lot of money. Because if you think about it, the prisons are over full. Yeah. And they'll let um, child molesters mm-hmm. out mm-hmm. before mm-hmm. anybody else. And it's like, no, screw that. Keep them in, and people that are definitely guilty kill him i know i hear you it's so infuriating i know but then like like the west west memphis three case that's horrible that was awful that was injustice at its finest they refused to test the dna i know on the ligatures so they had to do the alfred plea to even get out so they're still not, well, it's been a couple of years since I've looked at that case, but. I think they're all released. Yeah, they're all released, but they had to do it by Alfred plea, yeah. which means there was, an, uh, what, there was enough evidence to say that they were guilty, but they weren't saying they were guilty or something. Like, I don't remember. It, oh, it's something yeah. like that. But, but yeah. yeah. Them, them three didn't do it. No. I heard there was DNA in somebody else's case, too. Whose was it that isn't being tested? Mm, I'm not sure. Oh, there's a lot of them. Anyway, that's my case. We'll be back recording on Sunday. Do you know what you're doing, Brianna? Oh, you're cutting her close, aren't you? You do know what you're doing? You're cutting her close. I am. You realize today's Thursday? Yes. It's been one... Do you have a clue? Yes. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. Oh, boy. I don't know. Well, this whole week has been... Well, it's... First of all, it's been deer season. Oh, I know. Then we were moving from our old elementary school to the new elementary school. Mm -hmm. And that was kind of chaotic. Uh-huh. And then Thanksgiving, which we hosted this year. So I, and then therapy on Tuesday for my little, little man. Uh-huh. So it's been like. It's okay. Crazy. It happens to but all of us. I've started a case like on a Friday and I've gotten it done. So I have full faith in myself. I Oh, I totally have faith in you too. <laughs> Except, and, except that last case, like Eric Smith, like I couldn't find anything, like the stuff that you found. I was like, "What the hell? You got to tell me where you're." I looking, was going to cover that case, so I had been researching it for quite a while. Because when you initially pull it up, like it just tells you like who he is, mm-hmm. what he did, who he killed, and his sentencing. Mm-hmm. I didn't like I typed in Eric Smith. 
that's such a common doesn't like, it, when you do common names though like who is i wanted to do uh federico kiko cruz and when you type in his name you come up with everything but him oh i know because it must be common yeah there was one that i was gonna do and i can't remember who it was oh um robinson harvey harvey robinson you did him but when I typed in his name, uh-huh. it was like NFL player, yeah. like their <laughs> Instagram account. And I'm like, no. And then I had to like type in like the state and the murder. and It, it can get hairy whenever it it's gets, a common name. It gets hard. I get to, but I had been looking at Eric Smith for a long time. Yeah. So I had quite a bit of information on him. Well, it was kind it, of fun. It, it worked out good. It did work out good. Yep. So, um... We just want to shout out to anybody like who shared last week's episode. We appreciate it so much. Yeah, that was a tough one. That was horrific. Yeah, I, I there's I don't think there's any news update on that. No. I did uh I did get a message from Justin and he really had a hard time listening to it. He, oh. he said it took him all day to get through it. Oh, no. And his son listened to it, too. And his I guess his son had said that it was rough. Oh. So my And they uh, had to type it all. Like, Justin did, yep. Yeah. That's why I didn't give him too much crap about his typos. Because he, <laughs> they're grieving. It, yeah, for sure. Definitely grieving. So. And I haven't heard any updates. But I will be sure to bring them as we... And I think, um, like we said, if you want to donate to the reward, it's uh, Justice for Little G. There's a GoFundMe out there, and all the money will go towards the reward. To find these assholes that did it. Asshole or assholes. Yep. So, well, you guys, thanks for listening and hanging in there with, with us while we iron out all the small things. If you feel so inclined, please leave us a rate and review. If you want to get a hold of us, case information, talk about a case, case uh, recommendations. recommendations, anything, shoot us an email at minersofmayhem at gmail.com. Or on our Facebook page, Miners of Mayhem. Yeah. Um, I did check and our messenger button does work. Yes, it does. Yes. Yep. So if that's easier for you, you're more than welcome. We're, we're both on the account, so... One of us will see it and we'll share it with the other. And... Yep. Did you get an address for Terry? I did. Okay. Terry, we haven't forgotten about you. Yes. Our designs just came in last week, so watch your mail. We'll be mailing that crew neck sweatshirt out soon. Yes. Um, in the meantime, please refrain from being pond scum. Life is too short. And stay safe out there. Happy Thanksgiving. Gobble gobble, bitches. Bye. Bye.